had straight ebony hair, a hawk-beak nose, and cold gray eyes that she could see were surveying her from top to bottom. She wiggled slightly and grinned. "'Where are you headed, madam?' he asked at last. "'Saratoga Springs, New York.' "'Nice place to go if you can get there,' he said thoughtfully. "'But you can't. The trail's closed, and we're stopping all traffic.' "'Red Cloud?' she asked. "'The same and more. A lot more. The Army's pulling out. We've abandoned Fort C.F. Smith and Fort Phil Kearney. It'll be Sioux and Cheyenne country soon, if it isn't already.' "'Well, that's nice. I hope they enjoy it.' she replied. He pondered a moment. "'I suppose I should ask what a lady like you is doing out here in a dangerous wilderness all alone.' "'Going to Saratoga Springs.' She dimpled her cheeks. "'Where are you coming from?' "'Virginia City.' He mulled that over, too. "'You should have gone around, and you need an escort.' Going around meant a long loop west and south through Idaho and Wyoming country until she struck the Oregon Trail. I always take the shortest route between two points, she said, and I always take whatever risks are worthwhile. I can see that, he muttered. At any rate, you're not going. Army has instructions to stop all traffic. I guess I'll just have to stop at Fort Ellis, then. He scratched the side of his nose. Your presence would illuminate the post, madam. Miss, not madam. I'm single. She tore the glove off her left hand, letting him see the bare ring finger, but not letting him know that the finger would always be bare, for she had no intention of ever marrying. She looked into his eager face and glanced at the enlisted men as well, knowing the effect she had on them. "'Let's go to the fort. I'm simply delighted to make your acquaintance. And, of course, I'll want to pay my respects to your general in charge.' She wheeled her mare and steered her buckboard out of the deep ruts of the trail. They escorted her, not altogether solemnly, to the new fort— which stood as a buffer now between the hostels and the western mining camps. "'His name is Marcus Aurelius Fox. He's a colonel, and I'm Lieutenant Timothy Swanson.' "'Delighted. And I am Hannah Holt.' Fort Ellis was a crude affair, only half built, barely a year old, Rough log buildings encompassed a dusty parade ground baking in the August sun. She steered toward the squat log structure with the flagpole in front of it. "'I'll find the colonel,' said Lieutenant Swanson. The parade ground was deserted, with scarcely a soldier in sight. Nothing moved, not even the horses pastured in the tawny foothills to the south and east. How dreary and asleep the frontier was, she thought, and how bright and active Saratoga Springs would be. The enlisted men had vanished, and she was alone. Then Colonel Marcus Aurelius Fox materialized in the doorway 
wearing cavalry breeches, suspenders, and red long johns. "'My lord, a lady!' he exclaimed and yawned. "'Siesta time! My apologies for this state of dishabille. He had a white, bald, jowly face, and peered at her from behind spectacles with round lenses and steel rims. "'My lord, a real lady!' "'You look just dashing, Captain,' she said prettily. "'Ah, uh, it's Colonel,' said the lieutenant as he made the introductions. They invited Hannah in for tea. "'I've been sitting for hours. I think I'll stand,' she said. She was a tall woman, and standing would allow them to enjoy her. She didn't broach the topic of travel until a half-hour of niceties had